The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. It is Valentine's Day, and we love you what? for joining us here what? on BetQL Wait Daily. Minute, what? We love I'm in you trouble already <laughs> for joining us here on Valentine's Day on BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM, live coast to coast and wherever you may be in the world in your Odyssey app. Take us with you and then download it as a podcast. Anything you may have missed later in the day, A-U-D-A-C-Y, it's free. Download it today. Take us with you. And, of course, watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL or YouTube on that second screen that you'll be pretending to do work on today. Undoubtedly, the boss isn't looking. Don't worry. Pull up BetQL Daily. We've got you covered with so much going on. And Jeff Feinberg joins us in the final hour to get you ready for the Genesis. Uh, Sean Little of MSG Network and the Action Network to talk some NBA hoops in the middle of the second hour. We continue our early preview of uh, MLB spring training. We'll talk some Cy Young and some win totals that we'd like uh, a little bit later in the show. And yeah, it's Valentine's Day. So with J-Rod alongside here, I'm Chris Mack, Joe and Aaron off again today. Uh, It's one of those days, J-Rod, where if you're not prepared, like you pretended to not be prepared there, I'm sure you really are. Yeah, that Latin lover thing exists. It's a strand in your DNA, um, a very, a very thick strand in your DNA. Um, if you're not prepared, it's when things can fall into your lap, right? Things fall into your lap, much like this morning. We're talking about, you know, what, what what's the big story of the day, right? Because there's a bunch of stuff going on. Like I mentioned, NBA, college hoops, golf this weekend. Um, we'll continue our NBA catch up for people with the Pacific Division in about 20 minutes. So there was plenty to talk about, but there was no like big overarching story that we were like, oh, what's the lead? You know, every every sports talk show has to have a lead. Oh, there's a lead. There's a there's a big lead. And it, we'll touch on it in about 15 minutes here. But it is talk about the, the big story just falling right into your lap, J-Rod. This is and there's so many angles to it, too. It's uh, it's a Valentine's Day present for us from the sports world. Actually, you know, we'll tease it a little bit more. It's actually 
from Draymond Green. That was the most surprising yes. thing for me. That my man Draymond almost almost pulled off one of the greatest Valentine's Day presents of all time. So it, yes. it'll be interesting to, to to say the least here. We'll get into that in a couple of minutes, but let's start with uh, last night. About last night. How did we do? Well, we had our ups. We had our downs. I think we came out net positive, uh, if you add everything up from lightning bets last night. Um, I said a week ago, J-Rod, on the show. I said I said it, and I should, ha- I should own it now. I am out <laughs> on college hoops during the rest of the regular season. I should have stayed out on college hoops during the rest of the regular season. Had Butler laying four and a half at home against Marquette. Didn't work out. Marquette wins by six. Tyler Kolek drops 27, including a, a late three, the dagger to really put things away. And Marquette now looks like a legit challenger. They're not on the same level as UConn, but you know, if they catch them on the right night in the Big East tournament. Marquette could be a legit challenger to UConn, even if they're not there in, say, national title hopes. Yeah, I mean, and the the beauty of it is we're going to see how really good Marquette is because this Saturday they go to the nutmeg. They go to the 203. We're going to get Marquette and UConn, (laughs) an elite premier you know, one versus what? One versus four. I mean, you know, you can say what you want about all the conferences, and, and, and we give the Big 12 all its flowers, but the Big East, all of a sudden, you've got one versus four implications, as my man yes. Bill Pito would say out, out east. Implications. That's going to be an amazing game. I may even watch that game. Tell you what, little Marquette, UConn, why not? I spent some time in the 203. Yeah, that's a big matchup in the Big East this weekend. Uh, Also, I was on the Pitt Virginia under. That thing, Mm -hmm. you could tell four minutes into the game, that thing was going to get smashed because Pitt actually, as compared to most Virginia opponents, especially at UVA, shot the lights out. Blake Hinson, five of Pitt's 14 threes. Um, They're kind of, this should put them back on the tournament bubble. They're right there with, say, Wake Forest and NC State. In that middling portion of the ACC, it really all depends on how many bids the ACC gets. But a 74-63 win to snap Virginia's 23-game home winning streak. And that wasn't even the biggest story out of the ACC because the biggest story was UNC upset in Syracuse, 86-79. This is a Tar Heels, J-Rod, third loss in five games. Syracuse's first win over a top-10 team. I didn't even think about this in four years um but the bigger story again unc's third loss in five games and they look a little wobbly now in what is already a wobbly acc did did you see that the q's fans stormed the court when they be i mean listen did you have your questions about that i get it it it's been a minute since you know that they had lost you know 16 straight against top 10 opponents I get it. Anytime you can beat North Carolina, but come on, folks. It's, it's, it's a Syracuse, Tuesday in February. Right? You're better you're than Syracuse. that. Syracuse you're, you're is better than be that. Better than exactly. I thought the you same know, thing, is, but I didn't want to be the old man get off my lawn. No, I mean, it has, I I mean I'm not you. shouting at clouds on this. I'm thinking, yeah. to me, it's more of a, of a referendum of how bad things are in Syracuse that yeah. you're getting excited over a home win against a top 10 team. You're supposed to do these things. You're Syracuse. 
for God's sakes. And and right. and getting back to, to to the Pitt Panthers, I mean, listen, I, I don't know how they're how they're squarely not in the tournament. Wins at Duke and now wins at Virginia, convincing wins. You know, I think Jeff Capel and company, they they you know, if they're not in, they're probably going to have the biggest. Uh, that could be the biggest NIT snub at this point because they are really padding that resume. It's a fun time right now. Yeah, you know what? They're it, at the very least of that that glut of second tier teams in the ACC, like. I mentioned NC State, Wake, Florida State, even Miami, um, and you include Pitt in that handful of second-tier ACC teams, they're probably the most well-balanced, right? Like, you look at Ken Palm rankings, they're the only one that's in the top 65, I think, uh, in both adjusted offense and defense uh, of those five teams in the ACC. Still, I'm staying away from college hoops for at least another couple of days. Uh, hockey for ended at least up a couple serving- of hours. Yeah, at least uh, give me 15 minutes. Uh, Hockey served us well. Uh, Abs and Caps over the six and a half. And Colorado covered the puck line, even though Alex Ovechkin made us sweat it a little bit. A couple late empty netters. Vancouver in Chicago. The Blackhawks, as I mentioned yesterday, are a mess. So the Canucks cover the puck line there. Now four points clear of Boston for the best record in the league and six clear of Dallas in the West. And then the NBA. Um, OKC Orlando, we hit the over. Way over, you called that easy, J-Rod. right? Plus, yeah, plus uh, SGA clears the 31 and a half on his last bucket of the game. Not that we were sweating that one, but it clears. The bigger question here is the Bucks, and we knew it was a big number, right? A big number on the road. Okay, Bucks laying eight and a half against Miami. The other Nikola shows up big, Jovic, not Jokic, Jovic. 24 points, a career high for the youngin. Um, that's not the story, though. It's the Bucks coming out flat, never recovering. Just the night after they looked like maybe they found a little bit of something against the Nuggets. No. And now they've won, I think, three road games since the new year and are three and six under Doc Rivers. J-Rod, this is not what was supposed to happen. Listen, it's a little early in the year for, for, for Doc to start docking, right? I mean, I mean, the Bucks are clippering. The Bucks are docking three and six. All of a sudden now, listen, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't, but we know the devil is Doc Rivers here. I, listen, <laughs> I know it's February. The Bucks are making the playoffs, but you've got a guy who's got a history of, of – <coughs> of coughing up, spitting up the bit. You bring him in and things have gone south and then you come out so flat. I get it. It's back-to-back games. I get it. These guys are humans. But the Heat had no Jimmy Butler, no Terry Rozier, no Josh Richardson. My God, Kevin Love. Kevin Love pulled up 19 against you. You know, McDuncan Robinson, 23. Jovich, 24. But you hate to say it because it's such... A hackneyed phrase. It's almost what Taylor Swift is to the NFL. The words heat culture is to the rest of the country. It is such a hackneyed, such so overplayed. People cringe when they say heat culture. But last night, another example. Spolstra and company, they they love, they welcome. What, we're down three people? Yeah. We're in Milwaukee? Yeah. Bring it. Here's 123 for you, and we won going away. They just find a way, and, it's, and it yeah. teaches me, why am I betting against Spolstra and the Heat? Unbelievable. I went against them last night. I laid the eight and a half by Milwaukee, and Miami wins outright. 
I tell you what, he's a Hall of Fame coach. That's why he got that crazy extension. He's the best. Yeah, and the Heat, they just they play that kind of ball, right? Like you mentioned, Heat culture, and it sounds cliched and hackneyed, but there's a reason they succeed in the playoffs after just sort of muddling along through the regular season, yeah. right? And they sit there yeah. firmly as the top seed in the play-in right now, seventh in the East. Um, well, they're tied, actually, eighth with the Magic, I believe it is, in the same division. But they're a play-in team. And they'll probably remain a play-in team, and then they'll sh- win the play-in and shock somebody in the first round. Like that's just the kind of stuff I mean, they, they rolled the do. play-in all the way to the NBA Finals, which yeah. is crazy. You know, it, it, it's unbelievable. So, and and Jaime Hawkes Jr. Man, one bucket short. You had it, J. Rod. You had it. One bucket short. We win one. Get eight at halftime. Buy a bucket. We lose one by a bucket. Yeah, I mean, t- I tell you what, I gotta go see my guy in Hialeah. I need I need a cleansing. Because, you know, on Monday, I had Evan Mobley over 24 and a half points and rebounds and landed on 24. Yesterday, I have Jaime Jaquez Jr., Triple J, for those in the know, uh, over 13 and a half points, lands on 12. I guess it's better. It could have landed on 13. But, man, oh, man, it's been – we got to – we got to shake it off. Here we go. Here we go. Big, I mean, that's big lightning second. bets tonight. We're going to get back. That's that's your second Taylor Swift reference of the opening segment. Um, we're going to – I'm Speaking of the NBA Pacific Division, the Suns beat the Kings too. KD with 28, Booker with 25. Bradley Beal leaves early though, something to monitor, a hamstring issue. Uh, Sabonis, a huge night, triple-double in the loss. 35, 18 boards, 12 assists. Um, so, you know, the Pacific division is, we talked yesterday and again, we'll do division by division here every single day to get people caught up on the NBA. Now that the NFL is in the rear view mirror and we will do the Pacific division specifically in just a minute. Um, but you've got five playoff teams. If you count three in the play in right now, out West in the Pacific division, Sacramento's eighth Lakers are ninth. Warriors, who are starting to look like the Warriors again in the last couple of weeks, are the final team in the play-in right now. Speaking of the Pacific Division, though, before we get into the catch-up version of what's been going on out West in the NBA, let's talk about something very specific. News broke this morning from Ramona Shelburne and Woj at ESPN that apparently the Warriors, on uh, under the encouragement of Draymond Green made a call to the Lakers, J-Rod, right at the trade deadline and said, hey, wait, 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 wait. Would you guys, I mean, we saw the, we saw the tweets in the hourglass and we're, he doesn't seem right. happy. Like, would you, would you guys want to, would you be interested in dealing LeBron? And apparently Jeannie Buss said, you're going to have to talk to his agent. Wait, it's your team. It's your team. Um, we'll unwrap this in greater detail in a couple of minutes. Like I said, we are going to get into the, the nitty gritty of the Pacific division here in a moment, but Golden State called about LeBron and it did circle back around to LeBron saying, no, I'm good here in LA. But the fact that that line of communication wasn't open between LeBron and Palinka and bus is discouraging to say the least, I think for him picking up the player option this summer. Well, yeah. I mean, if, for, first of all, you know it's a deal when when it's not the general manager speaking; it's owner to owner. 
Okay, the owner of the Warriors called the owner of the Lakers. Okay, this is as high level as you can get. And the fact that Draymond Green, who has the same agent as LeBron, sort of encouraged this whole thing to happen. But yeah, it, it is something that, again, we expect, Chris, the fact that LeBron calls the shot. I mean, Palinka, yeah. a.k.a. Rob Lowe and Jeannie Buss, they, they're just, they work for LeBron, in essence. They don't make any deals. I mean, when have you ever heard an owner say, no, no, I got to talk to the player first? Deals that benefit teams you make. Um, and I think the fact that LeBron wants to stay, yeah, he's going to turn down $51.5 million. That's his, that is player option. He's going to turn that down because he's going to make more money. Can you imagine being in a position to turn down $51.5 million? Yeah. And 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 now all the questions will filter into the All-Star break because he's not playing tonight against the Jazz, resting that sore ankle on the second of a back-to-back on the road. But let's get you caught up on more than just the gossip. Everything else going on in the Pacific Division. Clips, Suns, Kings, Lakers, and Dubs next right here on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports 
With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Live coast to coast on the BetQL Network. This is BetQL Daily. Joe and Aaron on vacation. J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez in alongside myself, Chris Mack. Welcome back in. Take us with you inside your Odyssey app throughout the day. Top of the hour, we talked MVPs. Early look at baseball MVP futures yesterday and some win totals that we like or didn't like. We'll do a couple more today and we'll focus on Cy Young in both the AL and NL as well. Plus, win totals, like I said, maybe an over, maybe an under. We'll cook it up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, and also, we start to look ahead to the Genesis, uh, which starts tomorrow in L.A. Jeff Feinberg going to join, join us from Odds Checker at the top of the third and final hour. In 20 minutes, we go off the board. Way off the board. Terrible <laughs> dates. Look, it's Valentine's Day. We hope it goes well for you. But just in case it's not going well for you and your prospects aren't wonderful, we'll make you feel a little bit better. We'll sympathize, empathize, whatever it is. We'll do our best to make you feel like we've been there and we've unfortunately done that before. We've all had our low moments, J-Rod. Um, the one, the, the story I'm going to tell, I still hold against a good friend to this day for the way Ooh. it went down. But we'll get to that Ooh. in Off the Board in 20 minutes. Let's do uh, day two of what will be six days of our NBA catch-up, right? We started with the Northwest Division yesterday, and I think we came to some interesting conclusions about teams that, well, they may be in a better spot to do more in the postseason than you would think, right? Young up-and-coming teams or on-the-verge teams like Minnesota, OKC, and, of course, Denver being in that division as well. Worth keeping an eye on. Today, we pivot to the Pacific Division, where if the season ended today, five teams would be involved in the postseason. You'd have three teams in the play-in, right? Uh, Sacramento is currently the eighth seed. Lakers are the ninth seed. Warriors, who are playing much more like the Warriors, are the tenth seed. I mentioned the Suns beating the Kings last night, uh, but a Bradley Beal injury that kept him out for the majority of the game. They're the fifth seed in the West right now. And then you have the Clippers, who are the third seed in the West. But, uh, you know, Went on a a good run there in the back half of January, right? The Clippers, I want to say they had a five-game winning streak and at one point had won 9 of 10, 10 of 12. But they've also lost a couple recently that make you want, you know, like a loss to the Pelicans, um, a win over the Pistons the other night that isn't necessarily the prettiest. It's a win, sure, but you beat the Pistons at home by six in the number 17. Um, they haven't covered in almost 10 days, the Clippers. I, I mean, I like the Clippers in the level of talent. And when Paul George, you know, has the ability to take over a game, it's still it's still a team that can make a lot of noise. But I look at the Clippers and I see I, I, I see a second-tier Western Conference team. Um, that may not jive with the way some people look at it, but they just – I don't see championship contender, J-Rod. You know, and and the thing is, 
Chris, that they have all the makings for it. In other words, they have a coach in Tyron Lue who won an NBA title. They mm-hmm. have uh, Kawhi Leonard who has two rings, including uh, an MVP. You know, in in those in those in those championships. You know, and they have James Harden who actually has been an incredible sort of playmaker, you know, a facilitator for this team. Some would even say he is the reason why they have been playing so well. They've got a great right. bench. Russell Westbrook, you know, has has been has flourished coming off the bench. The only question is What's going to happen when you get to the playoff? The Clippers, you know, the Clippers are going to Clipper, right? You know, all those years with Doc Rivers not being able to get across the finish line and and, and make it, blowing huge leaves. And we know James Harden's resume in the postseason. They're, exactly. they're, they're scary. Uh, and to me, and I know it's a regular season game, one of 82, but when they had the Timberwolves, in L.A. a couple of nights ago, if the Clippers had beaten the Wolves, the Clippers would have been the number one seed in the West. And Minnesota went to L.A. and hammered the Clippers by 21 points. And I think you don't want to get too into a random game in, you know, in February, but when the opportunity to, to really make a statement comes, the Clippers always seem to fall short. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have a home home court advantage. They're going to be a top four team. But you just got to wonder if they can get over the hump, despite the fact that there are people there on that or in that organization, the coach and their star player, who have gotten to the highest level. I'm not convinced either. Well, yeah, and, and I think you know you make a great point. Harden looks a little bit rejuvenated now uh, in LA, and I, I I just think unfortunately. As much as, you know, we've seen Kawhi do it before, it's been years now. Let's be honest. It's been four or five years since Kawhi's played at that level consistently. We've never really seen it on a consistent basis from Paul George, have we? Uh, Injury issues have have kept that from happening. Um, You make a good point. Russell Westbrook has kind of found a, a niche there as well. But I think the problem is they're going to go as James Harden goes. James Harden's 34. James Harden hit his peak. Yeah, James Harden hit his peak three years ago, and is no longer the guy that can take over a series like he did against the Celtics in '21. Right? Like he, he's not that guy. He'll take over a game or two in a series, but that might not be enough when you get to the second round in the West. Um, and especially if you if if they were to stay in, let's say let's say they're sitting in the three spot, okay, and they. They catch a six seed that, that you know, let's say even say they, they get the top two and they catch a play-in team. Those play-in teams come in hot, right? A six seed team maybe right. comes in with a little bit of confidence because they avoided the play-in, depending on what the circumstances are. I just don't believe it's there for the Clippers beyond, say, the second round. I could see them somehow getting themselves to the conference finals, but that's it. That's the ceiling, I think, for the Clippers. The Suns, on the other hand, fifth seed right now. I think if Durant stays healthy, sky's the limit. Uh, Devin Booker started to look like himself again the last couple of weeks. Um, you've got the supporting cast around them. The the Beal injury is something to keep an eye on. We'll see if that you know if they just rest him during the All Star break and he's fine again once they get back to it. Um, but that's that's a team that I think has. Western Conference Finals or bust. Like, if you don't get there, then you're once again questioning what has been built in the desert because they constantly change the alignment and and, and what the big-name players look like, and you always come back around. You go, okay, can can you finish? And I 
I think they're capable of it. It's just a matter of, again, Durant staying healthy long enough for them to go deep into the playoffs. Well, arguably, this is the best big three that's out there, right? Mm-hmm. Durant, Booker, and Beal. The problem is getting them out there. Um, the thing, the value, we're always looking, when we're, when we're making bets, we're always looking for value. And the one that jumps out at me, Chris, is that the Suns are 18 to 1 to win the division. Listen, they're four games behind the Clippers. If you think the Clippers are going to run out of gas, now, will they run out of gas when they get to the playoffs or will they run out of gas to the finish line? I love the Suns at 18 to 1 to win the division. They can make up four games in the second half. We know yeah. that's when things get started. You know, Phoenix right now is the fifth seed. They're battling the Pelicans for the sixth seed. They're four games behind Denver and the Clippers for that two for that three four seed but i tell you what if all of a sudden the clippers start to fade a little bit maybe the injuries come up maybe you know the the real harden maybe westbrook all those things start to happen this is the most talented team in phoenix they can get it together health wise 18 to 1 right now to win the division i'm jumping on that yeah 750 to win the west is a number that's interesting too um because Again, the Western Conference, it, we talked about the, the, the young up-and-coming teams in, in Minnesota and OKC yesterday. And, of course, Denver, as long as Jokic is healthy and Jamal Murray is able to get out there every single night in the playoffs, that, that I think, is the division m- more likely where the Western Conference champ comes from. But it takes one slip-up by Denver, you know, an early ex- unexpected exit to open things up for one of these Pacific Division teams in particular, I think. Especially a Sacramento team that feels like this has got to be the year where they take the next step, right? Eight seed in the West right now, but Sabonis is playing spectacular basketball. He's a double-double a night, occasionally sprinkles in a triple-double like he did last night in dominant fashion, even a loss. Um, that's the question, though. Like, I think last night is a blueprint of what happens to Sacramento yeah. once they get to the playoffs, right? Outstanding individual performance by Sabonis, but they go up against a more experienced team and they lose. Yeah, they're they're kind of like 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 a a very good LA Angels, right? Trout hits two home runs, Otani goes four for four, and they lose six to three. You know, that's kind of what the Kings have been doing it this year. The 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 glaring weakness of why the Kings are in the position they are is that they give up more points than they score. You know, it's shocking that they're even in playoff contention at this point, uh, sitting as a playing team. They they just can't stop other teams on defense. And I think eventually what will happen, you know, when they run into a team that can clamp down on their offense and then not being able to stop anybody, that smells like a first-round exit. Shoot, it could even smell like a a play-in game exit uh, for Mike Brown, who did such a great job bringing back a winning culture in Sacramento back to the cowbell days. You know, I love what Mike Brown has done. But they need some help, man. Defensively, they are terrible, and they're not going to get anywhere until they can fix that. All right, let's get to the last two teams in the Pacific, which ironically enough are the two most compelling teams in the Pacific. Lakers are the nine seed right now. Warriors are the 10 seed. We just got done talking about the apparent call the Warriors made to the Lakers right at the deadline to inquire about LeBron. What that means for LeBron's future, I think, is a different story for what it means for both teams down the stretch. 
I think it's telling that the Warriors, even at this point, and look, a month, month and a half ago, a lot of a lot of us are leaving the Warriors for dead by the side of the road, right? Yeah. They, they they were dealing with uh, the Draymond suspension and weren't looking particularly good while they were dealing with it. Clay Thompson going through his struggles, but and this point has been brought up by Draymond himself. You know, Kaminga gets a chance to play more minutes with Draymond out. He finds his game. He's he's going to be key to this team doing something down the stretch. They It feels like they finally started to fold in the youth that they were unable to fold in a couple of years ago. And the Lakers, on the other hand, don't even know if they want youth to fold in. They, the guys that they have that they're trying to provide minutes to, are, are they the guys that should be getting those minutes, or are they going to just live and die by LeBron and AD? The Warriors, they feel like the team with the arrow pointed up, while the Lakers, I know they've won seven of their last ten, are the team with the arrow pointing down. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think in terms of the Lakers, you can never, you know, LeBron is such an X factor that that it's hard to to say, all right, you know, you can't count anything that that any team that he's on is out. But even when the season started, we all looked at the way that this or the the Lakers were built. They didn't address any of the problems. I mean, they. Nothing helped. They didn't get any better. You know, Gabe Vincent that was their big free agent. He's been, you know, he's been hurt. Nothing's happened. We we knew Austin Reeves were gonna, was going to regress just because he he played at such a high level. He got his bag and good for him. But he's regressed a little bit. You know, AD, Mr. Glass. So, again, it's all on LeBron. And in terms of the Warriors, remember, Steve Kerr is a Popovich disciple. And what is what is Pop known for? He didn't like kids. He goes with his vets. Yeah. So, kicking and screaming, it took literally for him to play Kaminga and play the kids. And finally, they're starting to show the roots of it. I get that. That's Kerr being a Pop guy. Um, I, I think the Warriors – they're not going to win. I mean, the odds, 150 to 1 to win the division. You know, yeah, that's, that'd be kind of fun. You're more of an ATM if you make that kind of bet. 66 to 1 to win the title, 35 to win the West. They're not going to do that, but they are going to be a problem. They could really derail some things. Curry's free. I think more than anything, it's Curry's shooting percentage. It's gone down. For a guy who, who makes his living like that, that's to me even more uh, of sort of alarming than, than Clay's play. But I think the Warriors are trending up, like you said, and they are going to be a problem. They could be dangerous. Wouldn't be surprised if they made a deep run just because I think they're finding themselves and they have that championship pedigree. As for the Lakers, we're going to find out a lot about them coming out of the break, right? They go to Golden State, first game out of the break. Um, then they come home next night to face the Spurs. Okay, you should win that game. If you're a playoff contender, I don't care how well Wemby plays, the Spurs come to town, you should win. Um, And then two nights later, they're in Phoenix. Uh, For one of the worst teams in the league on the road, at least one of the worst teams in playoff discussions on the road, the Lakers having to go to San Francisco and Phoenix twice in four days right out of the break. We are going to find out a lot about them. And the fact that they are 40 to 1 to win the title right now, which is the same number as your Heat, J Rod, come on. What are we doing, people? What are we doing? Who's still making that bet? Fans. Somebody's going to pay for who actually wins it, and that's those, those 40 to 1 bets. 
Good call. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, and we appreciate you. We love you for joining us here on BetQL Daily today. And maybe it's not the perfect Valentine's Day for you. So coming up next, we do our best to, to sympathize, to empathize. Our worst date stories. Valentine's Day can be bad for some of us. It's been bad for some of us. We tell you about it next as we go off the board. So there was a place kind of near me that taught pole dancing as as a workout. And this the woman who taught it did once work in a, a strip club. And, um, and she told me, part of the project, I interviewed her, she said, don't do it as a job. But if you do it in this uh, capacity, in, in the Daily Tip Strip Club, that is genius. So yeah, I would give out my, my plays for the night while I did pole dancing. is a great ab workout, but yeah, I took pole dancing classes and it was really fun. So I would do it again. And I actually one time on Amazon bought a pole. This was now almost 10 years ago, but my ceilings are too high for a, a pole dancing pole, wouldn't you know? So oh. I figured that out and uh, figured out that I could not keep one in my home and uh, for only that reason, and I had to send it back, but I did do that, and it was really fun, so I would love to do it again if there's a place to apply to to work it at the Daily Tip Club. You don't I have would to apply. You're talking to a manager right here. I got I'm it. hired. I got it. I'll take care of oh, the hiring, Jinx. That's thank way you. too much on your plate. I'll, I'll take care of that. <laughs> Fine. You're in. I love it. This is coming together okay. beautifully. Beautiful. All right, I'll get get nice. my heels back out because they do at this at the strip the the pole dancing class. They have a rack yes. of heels. She said if you can wear athletic sneakers or you can wear heels mm -hmm. if you'd like because you should feel like you should wear whatever you want and be yourself. They do. Oh my god, they did so many parties. They did like bachelorette parties. They did like all types of birthday parties. It's time to take us off the board. Top of the hour, we give you some early looks at Cy Young candidates because pitchers and catchers are reporting across baseball this week, in some cases today, uh, and also some win totals we may or may not like because, again, spring training, everybody's going to be in a camp. Well, everybody that signed a contract to this point, yes, we're looking at you, Blake Snell, um, will be in a camp by the end of the week, and then spring training games start a week from Friday, um, but we'll dive into sure. all of that top of the hour. Sean Little, 40 minutes from now from MSG Network and Action Network, we get back into the NBA. And top of the third and final hour here on BetQL Daily, Jeff Feinberg, odds checker, to talk about the genesis and what plays he likes out there. will be a little, just a little less rowdy at Riviera than it was out in Phoenix last weekend. Um, all on the way before we get you our lightning bets at the end of the show. But it's Valentine's Day here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron and Joe are off. I don't doubt that each of them would have some amazing Valentine's Day stories to share with us, J-Rod. But here we are. It's our job to make people feel better on Valentine's Day who maybe aren't having the best Valentine's Day, right? Let's lift them up by sharing our own personal pain. So, Mario, Jake, you and I are each going to share a terrible Valentine's Day date story. Who would like to lead us off? I'll go first if you guys would like. If somebody, you know, if you need somebody to, to take the wrapper off this thing and get it going. Here we go. All right. It was college. 
went to Penn State. It was <laughs> you needed junior the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they said they wouldn't post the video online. No. Um, so there was a girl in a class who I was like deathly afraid to ask out because she was just gorgeous and smart and all this stuff. And she had a friend that was like her wingman who just had this incredible RBF. And I was, you know, I had to get through the wingman to get to the target, right? (laughs) But I finally mustered up the guts. Finally, yeah, the gatekeeper. Thank you, Jake. Um, I finally mustered up the guts and asked this girl out. I want to say her name was Natalie. I can't remember it now because so much of this experience I have eliminated from my memory because it was so painful. But she finally decides, yep, we're going to go out. So it's a Saturday night in State College, PA. You know, there's plenty of options. You can go to parties, all kinds of stuff. But we decide to meet some friends of mine out for dinner, a couple old high school buddies included, who were in town to play hockey against Penn State. And my one buddy, who I'll just, I'll leave him nameless. Um, He was at his peak of being your typical hockey player at this age. Just no filter, you know, would do whatever he could to embarrass his friends. So we meet. Uh, all of my friends at the Chili's in downtown State College. Yeah, we went to fancy places back in the day. Mm. We went to mm. Chili's, and it was like dollar margarita night. So everybody's feeling pretty good. And I walk in. I'm like, man, my friends are going to set me up, make me look like I'm a catch, right? And so we walk in, me and this girl, and there are my friends at the table. We start talking. Everybody's, you know, a nice conversation so far. Everybody's having a good time. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from here. Oh, okay, what about this? Where do you go to school? All that. And in the middle of a lull in the conversation, right, one of those awkward lulls, my friend simply looks across the table at this girl and I who are sitting next to each other. Our first date, mind you, our first date. And he looks us dead in the eye, and he just looks at us. He's a so, uh, you two banging or what? Boom, 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 boom. Thanks for playing. We've got some wonderful parting gifts. And yeah, that was that. There was no second date. Um, so happy Valentine's Day to you. It can't go worse than that. Can it, J-Rod? I don't know. Can you one-up that? Well, I, I've I've got two stories. One happened to a friend of mine, and it really happened to a friend of mine. It didn't happen to me. He was an old radio partner that I used to do a show with. Um, he was he, he's one of these uh, uh, helpless romantics, and emphasis on the helpless part. His girlfriend, now his wife, loves pizza. Right, that, that's her thing. Okay. She loves pizza. So, all right. So, you know, these pizza chains make heart-shaped pizzas, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've seen the advertising. So, he's like, I'm going to go get a heart-shaped pizza. I'm going to get a bottle of wine. And we're going to go to the beach. And we're going to watch, you know, you know, hang out there, smooch a little yeah. bit, drink a little vino, and eat some pizza. Awesome. Goes, gets the, the pizza, buys the bottle of wine at the liquor store, gets to the beach, opens up the pizza, he didn't bother to check. They didn't cut the pizza. So what? literally, it's the heart-shaped pizza, but it's not cut into slices. And oh my, my man God. didn't bring any cutlery. There's no well, no. He's down at the beach, yeah, or nothing. So now they 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 look like rabid dogs ripping apart this pizza with the sand and anything. And he goes, "Well, I'll uh, get into the wine at least." 
He bought the wine at the liquor store, didn't bring a cork. Oh no. Didn't bring didn't didn't bring a, a wine opener. opener. Yeah. No no forks for the pizza. Can't open up the wine. And then it starts raining on the beach. No. Needless to say, there was no dessert that night, I would imagine, for him. No, it was a long drive home alone, I imagine. Now, for me, my worst Valentine's Day was we had just moved into our house, and we have a pool, right? So we got, the kids were little at the time, so we got them a babysitter, took what took the wife out to get some, some dinner, came home to an mm-hmm. empty house, break out the pool, right? You know, we get in yeah. the pool. We had just put in these privacy fences, you know, kind of like Chevy Chase in vacation. No clothes. We're in the hot. We're in the pool. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Daddy's, you know, I got the cones out. Man at work, construction area, hard hat area. Here we go. Here we go. And damn Michigan J frog, a frog jumps into the pool. And my what? wife is deathly afraid of frogs. So when my man in his top hat and his cane and he starts, hello, my baby, hello, my dog, my <laughs> wife just jumps out of the pool, goes in the house, and locks me out of the door. So there I am, just me and a smile, sitting in the pool, staring oh at God. this frog. And all that wow. frog could say to me was ribbit. That's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, Mario, who would like to share? Come on. We're all friends here. Terrible Valentine's Day Anonymous. Share your story here. You're in the you're in the you're in the circle of trust, Jake. Yeah, nobody's listening to this. Uh so mine isn't actually like on Valentine's Day. This is just a general bad situation uh play. But uh my college girlfriend and I, this was a, a summer, like a couple summers, like years ago. And uh my college girlfriend's like, hey, I want to go to Taste of Chicago on this Sunday, the final day, whatever. I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Great. This, and I agreed to this like two months in advance, you know, because I'm such a big planner, famously. So then it comes up. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but at the lovely University of Illinois Champaign, the esteemed, uh, there is a weekend called Greek Reunion Weekend where all the bars open up for the weekend. It's a random summer weekend, generally in July, June, whatever. And there's deals, and everybody flocks back down to campus for this weekend. So me and my friends are like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to go for a Friday, Saturday. And so I tell my college girl, I'm like, I'll be back Sunday. I'll come back at like 11. We'll go for the full day. Get the whole taste show. So me thinking that, all right, this is going to be a regular drink deal. No big deal. Lo and behold, my favorite college bar ends up doing a deal this weekend with four locos. And you can buy two four locos for $5. So we're like, all right, here we go. We're rocking and rolling. I make it back on Sunday at the allotted time. It's 11 a.m. Roll back to my parents' house. She's already there. She's excited, ready to go. I, on the drive back, the two-hour drive back from Champaign to Chicago, had to pull over on the highway with my friend, shout out John, multiple times to rip trig. It just, it was not a great situation. Middle of, middle of nowhere, Illinois, we're ripping trig. It's not great. He's like, and as we're driving back, he goes, dude, how are you going to make this day? Like, it's like 85 in Chicago right now, and it's going to be packed in Millennium Park. I'm like, I don't know, but got to tough it out. As soon as I get out of the car, she's like, are you going to make it? I go, yeah, I'm great. Never been better. Everything's fine. (laughs) We're great. She goes, okay. 
get in the car. We're driving down. As I'm in college, I'm still living at home, obviously. My mom's yeah. driving us to the train, whatever. My mom looks at me. She goes, are you good? I go, yeah, it's great. <laughs> she goes, you are the same color of gray as concrete, and you're visibly shaking. My girlfriend's in the back seat, like, <laughs> furious. I'm like, nope, I'm good. I got it. We can make it. Make it to the train station. I am staring at the train station, eyes glassed over. I just turn. I go, I got to go home. This is not going to happen today. And, oh my and my girlfriend just goes, <sighs> she goes, honestly, I was expecting this anyway. Drive back, oh. lay in my parents' basement in the dark for the rest of the day and just laid on the ground. Wasn't a lot of speaking that was done uh, the rest of the day. We, there was a pretty stone-cold cold wall of communication uh, the rest of that day. You know, hand up, may have, um, may have chunked that one myself, but, you know, yeah. it is what it is. We are obviously not together anymore, but, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. It we, happens. We are, we, we are obviously not together anymore. I feel like that part went without saying, Jake. Man. Just in case anybody the, was confused. The, 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 the knockout blow on that one is the, honestly, I expected this anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was tough. That was pretty <laughs> low. Actually, that, there was more to that sentence. She says, considering who you were with and what you were doing and where oh, you were at, yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I went home and immediately vomited. <laughs> more. <laughs> that might be our winner. That might be the leader in the clubhouse. Mario, unless you have anything you could throw out in the next 30 seconds, it's better than that. Uh, the, Again, not Valentine's Day related, but the thing that came to my mind right away is at a restaurant i got the whole restaurant against me in about three minutes um they it was it was so stupid but also just on my part anytime there's a big group of people and they all have an opinion and i have a different one i will double down restaurant they came up asked what drinks we'd want for some reason they asked if i wanted a straw i was like uh sure like i'll take a straw like i, I just didn't really think anything of it uh my girlfriend at the time goes really you're gonna get a straw and i was like i don't, I don't know why this is such a big deal the lady goes i hope you like killing turtles the waitress said that the no, guy behind me no, is like no. swear to god and i and i was literally just sitting there i was like are you is this really happening right now and then like the bus boy said something like four people said something and i was like yeah you know what i want two straws and i didn't come back valentine's days <laughs> as bad as they may be today can be as bad as those. I hope we helped you today in off the board. An early look at Cy Young's and some win totals we like as well before we dive back into the NBA with Sean Little in 20 minutes. It's BetQL Daily. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.